Migrant workers on Ontario farms are in crisis due to the pandemic. That according to a new report, and here to discuss further, we're joined now by Syed Hussain, who's an executive director with the Migrant Workers Alliance for Change. Mr. Hussain joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Syed, good afternoon, and thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. All right, describe for us, if you could, the conditions that migrant workers have encountered during the COVID pandemic. So one in 23 people in the country don't have permanent immigration status. They're temporary. So that's a lot of people. And of those 60,000 people are ones who are working in the farms in Canada. And for example, in Ontario, you know, nearly half of all of the crop producers are actually migrants. So we're talking about the people who feed us. Now, migrant workers who've been coming into the country, uh, when they arrive, they're placed in quarantine by their employers, uh, during which time they're not allowed to leave the home. They're not allowed to go get groceries the employer must bring to them. So we received calls from about, uh, on behalf of over a thousand workers, making complaints about abuses during quarantine, not being given enough food, not being paid, not being able to access healthcare. And then after they got out of quarantine, uh, being made to work 63 hours a day, uh, being made seven days a week, uh, being placed in homes where there was, you know, dogs were living there, they could smell urine, dirt, and, and it's employers who control their housing, they can't live anywhere else. So it was issues of lack of decent housing, incredibly hard work without, you know, any in, in increase in income, uh, and just the inability to assert their rights. And that final point was the biggest point. The vast majority, nearly a thousand people that we connected with said to us, look, we know that if on this farm one person gets COVID, we're all going to get COVID because we're living and working in places where we cannot socially distance, we can't control for our hygiene, and we don't have access to decent health care. But we're too scared. Yeah, and there's no doubt that these, sorry to interrupt, there's no doubt that these conditions you believe have led to three different outbreaks in Ontario? Oh, there's quite a lot more. I mean, there are over 400 cases and there's uh, at least a half dozen, if not more, outbreaks across the uh, Ontario. Absolutely. And what workers are telling us is, look, we're scared. We can't, we can't seem to assert our rights. We can't tell the boss that uh, he's making us unsafe because if we do so, then he can fire us, at which point we're homeless because we live in employer-provided housing. We, we're not allowed to get a new job. You're tied to your employer and we'll be deported. And then in the future, we won't be able to come back to the country and earn any money. So because of the fact that they don't have permanent resident status, people can't assert their rights, which means they're falling sick. And in fact, two workers have died already, and another two are in ICU. What does your organization say, Ed? What, what is it calling for? Is it the need for more testing? Uh, what exactly do you believe migrant workers need to ensure their safety? The biggest thing that workers need is to be able to have permanent resident status because you can't protect yourself if you don't have permanent resident status. That's the issue. People can't speak back, speak up when they're seeing what's happening against them because of fear of reprisal and deportation. So it's not more testing. It's not more inspections because those are important and necessary. But at the end, you know, you and I, we make decisions every day to protect ourselves. We decide where to go, where not to go, what to eat, where to hang out, um, so that we keep ourselves safe. It's on the individual, and workers are saying, we need the same choice. We want to be able to protect ourselves. We're not asking for anything else. But federal government rules make it impossible for us to do so, because if we try to keep ourselves safe, the boss can just kick us out on the street or kick us out of the country, and that's not fair. Yeah. Do you believe that this condition is an eye-opener for a lot of people? 
We certainly hope so. I mean, I think for all of us to understand is that if we have eaten food in the last three months in Ontario, we can't say for sure that the person who grew the food, the asparagus, the cherry, or had a glass of Ontario wine, that the person who grew it didn't die and didn't die alone without their family, without anyone besides them who was forced to leave their home country and come to Canada to work here, to grow food here, because they didn't want to come because they knew their chances of getting sick were very high, but there was no income. CERB, you know, the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, was not extended to them, even though they were losing work. So they were forced to come here, they worked, and they potentially died. And in that process, they grew food that we ate. And so we have to ask ourselves, what is our responsibility to the people feeding us? What is our responsibility to ensure that they are, you know, able to feed themselves too and feed their families too, that they get to be with their families and, and you know, be in lockdowns and say, protect themselves uh, and I think that the minimum that we need to do is to tell the federal government to give these people permanent resident status. Everyone needs to have the same rights in the country. If you separate people, some people can't assert their rights because of federal immigration rules. That hurts everyone. We just need equality. This is not about a handout. This is not about, it's just basic equality. Uh, and it's something that I think uh, any of us, as we eat today, need to remember the food we ate. 100%, if it grew in Canada, probably grew was grown by a farm worker. And those people are being denied basic rights by bad employers. May I ask you, uh, just finally here, you mentioned immigration rules and the federal government. Has government been at all responsive uh, to your concerns? Yesterday, the Prime Minister Trudeau was asked this question, and he said, we need to do better. And I think when we agree, uh, the, the Minister of Immigration also spoke out about this issue after a report came out. So clearly, uh, the federal government knows that there is a problem, uh, and I think they just need to be pushed. And, uh, you know, residents and citizens need to call on them and say, look, we don't agree. We don't agree that uh, people are, you know, being fed one loaf of bread. We heard, you know, racist remarks, people calling, being threatened with police. These are black Caribbean men. I heard the previous speaker talk about anti-black racism. That's definitely what's happening here. These are black Caribbean men being threatened by police so that they're forced to work harder, not allowed off farms. They're locked in, not even to go out and send money to their families back home, uh, not enough food to eat. As I said, you know, a loaf of bread, a carton of eggs for people to eat over a week and nothing more. 40 people sharing one shower. Uh, so how are you going to be, you know, be able to maintain basic hygiene? These are not situations uh, that is now... We call our report unheeded warnings because we've raised these warnings with the federal government multiple times over the last 20, 30 years. And they have chosen not to respond. But now we're in a human rights crisis. Hundreds of people are sick. Two are dead. Two are in ICU because they can't protect themselves. Workers just want to be able to say, look, this is bad. I'm not going to participate. That's what everyone needs to have that choice. And if you don't have permanent resident status, you don't have the choice. So we want to make sure people have the choice to save themselves and protect themselves. The federal government is listening, but they need to hear from your listeners. They need to hear from your listeners over and over again that we want the food we eat to be decent and the people who grow it to be treated just the same way that you and I are being treated, and that's to have permanent residency status. Syed Hussain, Executive Director with the Migrant Workers Alliance for Change. Syed, appreciate the conversation and the time. Thanks so much. Thank you.